Welcome back to the Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of the Wise Man's Fear and then talk about it. This is page 747, chapter 114, His Sharp and Single Arrow. Reluctantly, I took Vashit's advice, and though my fingers itched for it, I did not bring out my lute that night and fill my small corner of the school with music. I even went so far as to slide my lute case underneath my bed, lest the mere sight of it fill the school with rumor. For several days, I did little but study under Vashet. I ate alone, and made no attempt to speak with anyone, as I was suddenly self-conscious of my language. Carceret kept her distance, but she was always there, watching me, her eyes flat and angry as a snake's. I took advantage of Vashet's excellent aturin and asked a thousand questions that would have been too subtle for Tempe to understand. I waited three entire days until I asked her the question that had been slowly smoldering inside me since I'd climbed the foothill of the storm wall. Personally, I thought this showed exceptional restraint. Vashet, I asked, do your people have stories of the Chandrian? She looked at me, her normally expressive face gone suddenly impassive. And what does this have to do with your hand talk? Her hand flickered through several different variations of the gesture that indicated disapproval and reproach. Nothing, I said. Does it have something to do with your fighting, then? She asked. No, I admitted. But surely it relates to the Ketan, Bashet said. Or to the Lathani. Or perhaps it touches on some subtle shade of meaning you have difficulty grasping in Edemic. I am merely curious. And that's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. Exceptional restraint, indeed. I think it's very funny uh, that narrator quote, you know, gives us a wink and goes, <laughs> "I waited three days. Come on, this was a lot of restraint." Um, and like he, this, this reminds me of the the bit in Meaning of Life where John Cleese is teaching the school full of children how to uh, have sex with a lady, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You don't go charging straight for the clitoris like a bull at a gate." <laughs> Give her a nice kiss, boy. Yeah, yeah, Quoth gave them a nice kiss by waiting three days before charging for the clitoris of the Chandrian question. And Vashit's reaction is interesting because she's taking it very seriously. A lot of people uh, have laughed them off, right? When Quoth asked that question, they're like, whatever, like, what are the Chandrian? What, but they, already we should be getting a clue here. Yeah, that, she doesn't say those don't exist. Why are you asking me about fairy stories? Yeah, she's very, very serious. When you said restraint, though, I definitely thought you were talking about the fact that he has not uh, practiced his loot uh, since he got there. He's not even on his own, which is basically he's taken the No Net November challenge for his time in Edemra. <laughs> I think it's pretty clearly referring to the question about the Chandrian. But yes, Quoth is definitely uh, doing triple N here yeah. with his loot. But also, like, Shaheen definitely knows, and, like, the, the Porter boy, some people definitely know that he's a, uh, a musician. It doesn't really come up. Well, well, uh, well Shaheen well. probably does, but if the loot is in a case, they might not know what that is, right? In the same way that if you went to a small town and you had your, like, Sibian machine in a case, they might not know what that was. But if it was shaped like a Sibian machine, I mean, but, but I know what know, a Sibian machine is. Just right, Jordana but, know what a Sibian machine is. I don't know. Like, what if it was, I was going to ask, it, actually. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Do they know what a lute is? Have they ever seen one before? We don't know that that's what uh, Ada musicians play, right? Mm. So if their cultural signifier for this person is a musician is they're carrying a screen on their back and Quoth isn't, like, they might not know. 
right? You know what a loot is because that one that one move is called like the something loot. Maybe that's not what an ADEM loot looks like. Okay, but it's probably still a stringed instrument. Right, but his but his loot uh, is in a no Jeremy, I Googled it. <laughs> Jordana, never Google anything we talk about. <laughs> God damn it, Jeremy! I why would you do this to me? I didn't do it to you, you did it to yourself. You didn't tell me what it was right away when I asked, so I Googled it and then I had to find out visually, which is definitely worse. Jordana, I'm sorry, that's a you problem, not a it's me problem. In my Google search search history now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mr. Google knows you searched for it. You're gonna start yeah, getting, you're gonna start getting targeted. As if I get like uh wish ads. Actually, wish ads are already weird, but if I start getting wish ads for this, I'm blaming you. <laughs> I am sure they don't it's much too expensive to be sold on Wish. Here here's the thing. We don't know that his case is shaped like a guitar case that's like kind of vaguely shaped like a guitar. It could be like more rectangular than that. All I'm saying is it's possible that the people in the town don't know because they don't know what to look for. I suppose so. It's an interesting thing to think about. And I mean, either it's all moot because it doesn't really come up. Like Quoth's mm-hmm. reputation doesn't get him into tatters. Like he seems fairly well respected by the end of it. It's, I think that all of this is a way to like tuck that part of him away. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we have him wrestling with, the implications of like what does music mean and we get the interesting little tickle of a crackpot theory that the ADEM that I, I love that the ADEM are uh, this way because they're protecting themselves or protecting something and that expression is potentially inherently dangerous but we don't really dive into that either it's just like put that a part of what quote away for this this sequence and and focus on the uh, martial arts and the marital arts mm-hmm. yeah Wait. I mean I Oh, never mind. Nope, carry on. I was I, I was just like, wait, what's a marital art? And then I was like, right, yeah, no, got it. That's dumb. Why would they call them marital arts? People who aren't married do it. No, they don't. What? <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think the strongest data point in favor of my theory that uh, the more uncultured ADEMs simply don't know what to look for is that no one seems to know except for Fashet. Right. No one mm. comments on it. I think yeah, if that kid a... knew what that was, he would go from every, you know, from you know, like the town crier up and down the street, hand talking at everyone. The barbarian has a loot, you know. Yeah. Kids can't keep secrets, mm-hmm. nor, nor should they. But, you know, I feel like kids are the least likely to know what a loot is. Like if a musician comes into town, you would bundle your kids away lest yes. they be inspired. You'd cover their eyes. When yeah. They walk we have a letter today from the Jade Blade. Who writes on Rings of Grass and Leaves. Dear Pagers, in episode 691, you were talking about the ring made of a leaf that Valurian gives to Quoth to try to bring him out of his depression, and speculated on its relationship to the vintage ring game and the commoner's rings, including ones made of grass. There are two instances of these grass rings being mentioned. One is on page 444, where Brayden says to Quoth, A young lover might give a ring of new green grass to someone he was courting. The other instance is indeed during the scene where Denna performs her song for Quoth and they argue. It begins on page 491 that Quoth mentions, I sat where I was, sprawling comfortably on the long, cool grass. I tugged a few strands of it out of the ground and idly began to twist them together into a braid. The ring comes up again on page 493, just before things go truly sideways. I looked down dumbly at my hands. They still held the half-formed circle of green grass I'd been weaving when the song began. 
It was a broad, flat plate already beginning to curve into the shape of a ring. I just thought that I would put those pieces before you for your consideration. I happen to think that commoners, especially those who live rurally, would have a greater chance to encounter the Fae, and hence to bring back some bits and pieces of their customs to the mortal realm. The ring game might even be in a purer form amongst the commoners because of this, if it indeed did spring forth from the Fey realm. Sincerely, the Jade Blade. I think that's extremely likely, actually, that the Fey brought it to the commoners, and then the uh, the aristocrats, upon seeing the commoners doing it, uh, colonized it for their own purposes, which happens a lot in real life. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of examples of uh, the aristocrats seeing the impoverished people doing something and going, oh, that looks like a lark. Let us make it our own, mm-hmm. such as the cakewalk. But we're going to have a fancy version with gold and silver. That's right. But the, the version the commoners play is probably closer to the version that they were originally taught by the Fae, however many thousands of years ago. Which And it does also make me wonder, because we know that there are Fae coming and going to the mortal world and like placing themselves in like high society as well as common society. I wonder, are those Fae spreading the ring game? What do they think about mortals playing it? That's an interesting little uh, thread to tug at. I don't know if we talked about this on at the time, but do you think Quoth was making her the ring like intentionally? Because in, in the text, I certainly read it as him like sort of idly without thinking, uh, you know, twisting, grass together as i have done but do you think he was like i'm gonna give you a ring of grass because i love you the one he made for denna yeah i definitely also thought he was just fidgeting but if he is making it for her on purpose do you think he would tell her that's what it was or would he just say hey here i made you this no he wouldn't tell her he would not tell her yeah Mm -hmm. i agree i don't think he would tell her because he's an awkward teen that's right yeah Quoth will forever be an awkward teen, by the way. Even when he's grown up, he's still an awkward teen. Aren't we all? Yeah. A little bit. Yep, big time. Listeners, you can listen to some 41 with us, and we can be awkward teens together on tomorrow's page. Uh... This episode brought to you by The Sibian. Google it. Oh my god. <laughs> the wind. <laughs> and enter the promo code, <laughs> pagers, at checkout. Look, if they wanted to do a promo with us, I'd take it. Oh, yeah, I'd take it for sure. Also, if you have any, um, you know, freebies you want to send us. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, those things are not cheap. Yeah, oh, yeah. But also, I think you're the only one who has you any also space need for a it place in your to house. put it, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, you need, you I can need think space of at least two that. places to put it. Hey, ho. Hey, ho. <laughs> <laughs> the wind.